0: welcome to this week's episode of cat's cabinet of curiosities this week we're talking about creepy pasta stories creepy stories from the internet that are supposed to scare you but are mostly just kind of funny
1: are they at all pasta based
0: no i'm sorry
1: that is very disappointing because i I really like pasta and also don't like being scared
0: I, i promise you won't be scared
1: Oh. Are you sure about that?
0: I'm not, okay. So the two that I've got lined up um, are kind of creepy, but not like super creepy. They're two of the top rated ones. Um, and then I've got a few crappy pastors lined up, which are basically, if you don't know, Creepy Pastors is a website where people submit horror stories that they've written themselves. And if the creator of a website or the team deem it to be good enough to go on a website then it gets published onto Pasta. if it's submitted and they think this is rubbish then it goes on to crappy pasta <laughs> um their sister site um so they people really
1: to laugh at so so they have to wade through all of them yeah yeah and decide which it is yeah wow i mean is that a is that website making money are people doing that professionally or is that just their spare time They're literally yeah it's just... just
0: their spare time so, it's like, Slender Man yeah. originated from Creepypasta. Oh, really? Yeah, and so did, if you've heard of Jack the Killer, I think that's his name.
1: I th- I think I've played the game version oh, okay. with the weird face. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 but I think that originated from Creepypasta, and so did, uh, there's a fairly famous one about, like, Mickey Mouse, where he's, like, Mickey Mouse but inverted colours.
1: the scariest (laughs) thing of all yeah uh, inverted color scheme
0: (laughs) oh boy but we're going to read a couple that um sort of when i was researching this were on the top page so some of them are really long the first one we're set like on the website it says the reading time and the first one says it's got a reading time of four minutes i suspect it's going to be slightly longer as we're chatting about it yeah. And then the second one has like a reading time of 20 minutes. And most of them are like 20 minute reading times, so we couldn't do too many. So I just chose two out of the ones that I'd read that I would like, I felt represented creepy pasta the best.
1: This is um this is going to be like an interesting just a storytelling episode. Yeah,
0: it is basically going to be a storytelling episode but not my stories and none of my creative input. So uh We're basically just ripping people off, but... (laughs) You get to hear our commentary.
1: Yeah, which is content in itself. (laughs) Um, Do you want some kind of um, music or soundscape in the background, do you think? Should I do that in post?
0: Ooh, yeah, you should. I can't promise anything elaborate. And then whenever, like, you comment or I start laughing or something, it can break out of it with, like, a, you know those cheesy, um... Like when it's a at-
1: record scratch. <laughs> what? The, the what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the record scratch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not a record scratch. That's like some animal you stabbed. <laughs> I'll do some. I might just cut it out bluntly. But yeah. the people at home, you'll you'll hear what's happening. We won't know what's going to happen just yet. Yeah. That's all we'll say on that. Thing.
0: So the first one I know which one I'm going to read. Then I've got two others, which I can't decide on. So before we started the podcast, I decided on one of them. But then I've just remembered the other one, like the end of the other one. And I'm like, should I do that one? So I'm going to let you decide on air, Tom. So it's a lot of responsibility. One of them is about a guy who obeys a computer and does everything the computer tells him to. Because he's a fucking moron.
1: (laughs) That's like a, someone's tried to write a Black Mirror episode yeah. without actually putting any of the clever stuff in. Uh-huh,
0: it's exactly like that. And then <laughs> the other one is about a bounty hunter, but for animals, because apparently that exists.
1: That's a hunter.
0: Yeah, it's called, that's the title. It's called The just, Hunter.
1: Right. but I, But for, like, getting specific animals.
0: Yes, getting for specific animals. And someone sends him to get a shark man who's half man, half shark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That that is a solid premise.
0: So which one do you want to go for? Oh,
1: I, I don't know which, which was the one where the ending you really wanted to,
0: Well, it was the Sharkman one I wanted to... The the ending was kind of crazy. I was originally going to do the Guy Obeys a Computer one because it's the kind of thing we can take the mick out of being like, why is he doing this? Yeah. Kind of thing. I think the Sharkman one is a little more crazy. Let's go crazy. Okay,
1: let's go Sharkman.
0: Let's go for the crazy
1: one. Yeah. Um, We'll do the other one another time. Yeah,
0: if you want to look up the other one in the meantime, it's called The Seer of Possibilities um and we also were thinking there's a one that i read today called elf on a shelf with a knife um which we think we might do for our christmas episode but we'll see (laughs) so
1: it's so festive and so
0: i like that it's elf on a shelf brackets with a knife (laughs) like that's the bit you shouldn't mention that's the afterthought
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay Hit, hit me with the first one, okay. then. Let's get into the creepy pastas. Yeah.
0: So the first one is actually my favourite out of all the ones I've read. Um, and it's called An Old Man's Last Secret.
1: Ooh, what? Vars Secret?
0: Last Secret.
1: Oh, last. That's my voice, last. Tom. I've got right. an
0: accent, OK?
1: You have no accent. That's the problem. <laughs> you just got a melange of vowels.
0: Yeah. I, I do stretch my vowels out.
1: Okay, so the last, the last secret.
0: I think it's because when I'm being recorded, I feel the need to elongate all my vowels.
1: You're doing your posh phone voice.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is like my posh phone voice.
1: (laughs) Well, bring that to your storytelling.
0: Okay, cue the soundscape. My grandfather is 95 years old and doesn't have long left in this world. There's nothing but a mess of tubes and wires to tether us here with us. Oh, I read that wrong. There's nothing but a mess of tubes (laughs) and wires.
1: Go back. Just go a couple of sentences. Just try again.
0: Because we're trying to set a
1: creepy tone. You're a sentence in. You might as well. Will you
0: promise to edit it out? Edit this bit out? Yes. Okay. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Cue the soundscape. My grandfather. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. My grandfather is 95 years old and doesn't have long left in this world. There's nothing but a mess of tubes and wires to tether him here with us. It's difficult for him to speak, but each rasping whisper carries a severe weight that cannot be interrupted. My family doesn't talk about things like death, though. So, whenever I visit with my dad, we tend to spend most of the time sitting in near silence.
1: What? Wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> so, he visits his dad and they just sit?
0: Apparently, yeah. But, but, but his family don't talk like about things like death, Tom, or apparently anything else. They don't else. talk about anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard of quiet people, but. Okay. Well,
0: here's an excerpt of their dialogue. It's next okay okay what a news week huh my dad might say hmm my grandfather will grunt crazy world then silence again <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah get back to what you know
0: yeah small talk seems almost disrespectful to the gravity of a situation but no one wants to be the first to broach the goodbye When the silence gets too loud, my dad starts to fidget with his phone or pull out a book until one of us makes an excuse to leave. That's how it went yesterday, with my father mumbling something about a dentist appointment and hurrying out the door almost as soon as we arrived. You'll stay though, won't you? my grandfather asked when we were alone in the room together. You'll listen to an old man's secret.
1: You haven't got a dentist appointment <laughs> at this time of my death.
0: The dad was just like, oh, nah, mate, I am not <laughs> dealing with this shit.
1: <laughs> I need a fill-in. These appointments are so hard to get. <laughs> uh...
0: Yeah. I have, to ha- like, I have had dental problems in the last week, so I empathise. Um,
1: yeah. I'll
0: okay. talk about it another time, anyway.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a different creepypasta. That's the story a very the different creepypasta.
0: The story (laughs) of me sobbing in front of a dentist, making them promise they wouldn't pull out all my teeth. (laughs) Right, so it's just the son and the grandfather in a room. This was it then. The end of the road was in sight. Would you like me to call Dad back? I asked. Grandfather shook his head as far as the oxygen tubes would allow it to turn. I'd rather he didn't know. I already knew some of the story that he'd told me. It began when my father was 20 years old, living in Nazi Germany. He'd been working forced labor on a farm, but managed to smuggle my grandmother and infant father out of the country, hidden in a grain shipment. He'd been caught almost immediately and sent to the concentration camp at Buchwald, where he endured the next two years until he was liberated by Allied forces. Before we continue, I just want to quickly say, because I didn't before, because I forgot, but I'm sure there's probably not Holocaust survivors listening, but just in case there's no one who wants to listen to talk of that, you definitely shouldn't listen further. Or skip, like, 20 minutes or something.
1: Yeah, I don't think our demographic is that broad. No, I just um,
0: wanted to make sure it was said, just in case.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But then if you're, like... Oh, I've survived the Holocaust, so I'm going to listen to a podcast to chill out. Oh, I know. I'll, you know, the creepy creepypasta one.
0: <laughs> I guess, maybe. I'd,
1: it's not going to be relaxing, necessarily. Yeah. Or maybe it will. Who knows? We'll see where the I don't. Goes. I
0: listen to True Crime, and that relaxes me.
1: Yeah, and that freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> but you, you'll sleep like a baby whilst listening to them describe how a victim got cut up and separated into different <laughs> sushi bits, and you're snoring.
0: <laughs> it's the only way I can sleep.
1: It? <laughs> <laughs> all right audience if you find me dead somewhere <laughs> check don't say
0: that because i've been listening to a lot of um like wrongly prosecuted things and i'm like i would be so fucked anyway we're getting so diverted <laughs>
1: anyway nazi germany back to that yeah <laughs> old Chester. so
0: you don't have to tell me what happened there if you don't want to i told him I wasn't sure that I wanted to hear the gruesome details. He was unusually animated and persistent though, promising that it was something that needed to be said. He wouldn't have survived the ordeal if it hadn't been for a friend that he'd met there. One of the Nazi officers, a Rottenfuhrer squad leader, had taken a special interest in him because of their striking similarity in age and appearance. The two would sit on either side of a barbed wire fence and swap stories about their childhood. My grandfather would talk about my grandmother and how beautiful she was and how he wouldn't give up until he found her again. The SS officer had gone straight from Hitlerjugend, which is the Hitler Youth Group, to the army and had never been intimate with a woman. He had become enraptured in my father's tale of romance and the two became close friends despite the circumstances.
1: We, so, so wait, the, the, the Nazi guy was like, I have never touched a woman. Please describe what woman feels like. I, and that was the basis of their friendship.
0: It appears that way, but... Yeah. It appears that mm. way. Okay.
1: Okay. okay.
0: It's, just, it's kind of creepy. I mean, it's already creepy, but... The officer twice spared my grandfather's name from work assignments that meant certain death and he'd often slip extra rations through the fence, which my grandfather would would then distribute to other prisoners. It wasn't a good life, but it was a life, grandfather said. Things changed as the war began drawing to a close. The Nazi officers became increasingly paranoid and desperate as the Allied forces moved in. It became common practice for lower-ranking officers to be held as scapegoats when impossible work orders were not met. Besides that, the rumour that the Rottenfuhrer was protecting my grandfather put him in a dire position with his own officers. Faced between protecting my grandfather and his own hide, the Rottenfuhrer signed for order for my grandfather to be sent to a nearby armament, armaments factory. Eighteen hour workdays, starvation rations and no medical attention. The factory might as well have been a death sentence. The three-month survival rate was less than 50%. In the name of love, my grandfather pleaded to let him survive to find her again. She was waiting for him in America. I presume he's talking about the grandmother here, but it doesn't really say. Um,
1: talking about the what? The
0: grandmother here. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The rotten viewer was moved, but his decision was final. His only compromise was to record the address of where she went and send her a letter to let her know what happened to him. So how did you survive? I asked. Did you change his mind? Were you rescued from a factory? Shielded from the worst of a camp by the rotten Fuhrer, the transition to a factory provided too difficult for the young farmer. He didn't last the first week. What do you mean he didn't last? How did he get out? The exhaustion of the long story was taking its toll on my grandfather.
1: He coughed, And the dad wasn't back from his dentist <laughs>
0: He's still gone His
1: root canal was taking <laughs> ages
0: They do and I'm terrified but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I shouldn't have reminded you of your upcoming uh, tooth surgery
0: I know The exertion of the long story was taking its toll on my grandfather He coughed and wheezed Struggling to draw breath for several seconds Before clearing his throat for a third time For a final time sorry on April 11, 1945, the Buchwald camp was liberated. Many of the Nazis had already abandoned their position and fled into the country. Others decided to lock themselves inside, pretending to be prisoners themselves so that the Allied forces would have mercy on them. This was especially convincing for those who had taken the time to get to know the prisoners and assume their identities. When the SS officer gave the information and address of his lost love, he was allowed to board the next transport ship returning to America to be reunited with her. The gears were turning in my head, turning, and then stopped. Your grandmother was suspicious at first when I met her, but she accepted that the war had changed me. Despite, I knew so many stories about her but she couldn't deny our shared history. I raised his boy as my own and lived the life he had dreamed of every night until his death. Do you think that your real grandfather would forgive me if he knew? I didn't have an answer for him then, and I didn't get another chance. He died in his sleep that night after a long and happy life that wasn't his.
1: Wait, so that was the Nazi guy all along?
0: Yeah. that's Wow.
1: Point. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was a bit confused.
0: I don't think it's written especially well um i think
1: that probably goes for a lot of website uh, <laughs> submitted stories
0: i don't know i feel like i've got so i've got this sub idea for a podcast that's like rating and reviewing fan fiction because i feel like so i don't really read fan fiction that much like i've read like my immortal and like the <laughs> famous bad ones um, but I feel like there must be good writers who write it out there, and I feel like it would be a really good podcast to like seriously review fan fiction.
1: Yeah, I wonder if there's a you know Shakespeare equivalent of fan fiction who's currently writing some really really good stuff about fictional characters yeah. getting it on in sheds <laughs> or whatever. Uh, you know, using really good descriptive words for um, dicks non-canon homosexual romances. <laughs> Well, but you know what? If we they went... don't
0: give it to you, you've got to make it yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I maybe it's just me. I don't. I don't look at the fiction that I watch and want everyone to be getting it on with each other.
0: Yeah, I'm quite
1: happy for people to be platonic. I'm not really like a, a big
0: shipper. Like I think I'm very fickle. Like, when I'm watching TV, if they set up a character to be with another character, I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then if they break mm. up their relationship, I'm like, oh, oh, well. And then if they get with someone else, I'm not like, no, they should have been with the first person all along. I'm not that passionate about it. Like, some people Cat, are You're like...
1: describing a, a, a rational human response. <laughs> <laughs> you're describing exactly <laughs> the right relationship between um, a person in the real world and fiction.
0: i don't know but if you get invested in it like maybe some people like but some people do really root for relationships don't they
1: yeah some people have this weird approach to like tv where it's like oh this should have happened oh no this would have happened and it's kind of like well sort of it didn't it's not real the writers have decided
0: i mean i do think ron and hermione should break up because like they clearly weren't working
1: you're a monster
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i just don't think they should have been together
1: well ramione seems to work out so
0: yeah but J- even jk rowling admitted they would need loads of therapy and she wished but she hadn't put them together so just saying
1: okay Anyway, going back to this creepy pasta. I thought it was it was surprisingly all right it was, I enjoy you know, this. Is, okay this is the best
0: this is my favorite out of all the ones i've read because it's kind of the right amount of creepy where at the end they're mm. kind of they're trying to do the slow peel back and reveal, but it's just not explicit it's not spelled out enough right at the end, and it does i don't think it's got the right. Build up heel back yeah. ratio. It somehow. kind of
1: feels like a twist that by the time you realise it's happened, it's already happened. So you don't have that kind of moment of ooh,
0: yeah, yeah. This yeah. is
1: the truth. I think it's also funny the relationship between the Nazi guy and the farmer. That the Nazi guy is bringing the farmer dude food in exchange for being like told what a boob feels like, or whatever. Yeah,
0: that's it's a weird. Like, uh,
1: <laughs> so tell me more about the, the women and how you how you do them yeah. and do the thing. In return, I will give you bread. It's a that's a strange dynamic.
0: I want to know how he lost his German accent so quickly.
1: Well, you know he's clearly paying a lot of attention to those stories.
0: Yeah, just a bit Who weird. Knows? I don't know. So, so that was like an okay creepy master.
1: Yeah, I would give it a strong seven out of ten.
0: Strong 7 out of 10. Shall I see what ranking yeah. it's got on um Creepy Pasta?
1: Oh, so they have like official yeah. ratings, do they? From
0: 506 votes, it's got a 9 out of 10. So, hit and high.
1: Yeah. That that's good.
0: Yeah. Okay, so this next one has an 8 out of 10. One well, an 8.2 out of 10.
1: How many votes?
0: That is or views or whatever. Let me have a quick look. 481 votes.
1: Okay, so that's, that's a decent amount of people.
0: And before we listen to the story, I want to read the first comment from this story. Like, the first comment on this story. Because it just amuses me quite a lot. Okay, it's from a guy called Freaky Fred. And it says... <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, Okay. It's, this is going to be good. Yeah,
0: it says, man, fuck guys on park benches. I'm a killer all of them. Be- being or lounging around and shit, those assholes." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's angry. Is he angry at homeless people or just anyone who sits on a park bench?
0: Anyone on park benches, Tom.
1: Anyone on park benches. That's so weird. Yeah. Okay, I wonder if there's context from the story, okay. or whether Freaky Fred is just doing his freaky business.
0: Should we start the story, or do you want to talk more about the last one? Uh,
1: no, I think I'm good on the last one. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's let's cue a soundscape and uh, hit this story. Okay.
0: My name is David Nelson. I'm a bounty hunter, but not a human bounty hunter. No. I hunt something much less predictable. I want to say, if you're not, if you're not a human bounty hunter, you're not a bounty hunter. <laughs> you're a hunter. You're a hunter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's going to be one specific dog yeah, who like, has committed a crime. Well, he said, or... I
0: hunt animals who have attacked people. So I track so them what down... are
1: they hiding somewhere or something?
0: <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I, for some reason I disagree with that wording. You're not a bounty hunter. Just stop trying to make it yourself out to be a bounty hunter, David Nelson.
1: He's a vet. Yeah. <laughs> he puts down dogs that have bitten people or Aww.
0: whatever. I track them down and either capture or kill them. But sometimes people pay for me to hunt things that aren't so easy to explain, such as the chupacabra or Bigfoot. Recently, I've had many people who wanted me to hunt down the Slender Man. I turned them down. I'm a man of morals. I knew Slenderman didn't exist, and I wasn't going to take their money and give them nothing in return. So, a weird thing that some creepypasta stories like to do is reference some creepypasta stories in a like weird callback. So, oh, like, I see. Lots of creepypasta stories like to just talk about Slender Man for like, zero reason. Like I
1: suppose he's the most famous creepy pasta. Yeah, of main, yeah. So a lot of them do like callbacks
0: to other creepy pastas unnecessarily for no reason, I did think, other than yeah. like jerking off. I don't know
1: <laughs> what.
0: Like Excuse you, know, me? like circle jerks. Like
1: oh, right. Yeah, I think you used that phrase incorrectly at first. <laughs> <laughs> As if someone's just going to be like, oh yeah, bit of Slenderman, bit of blue, bit of sexiness for the last. That's
0: literally what they're like, though.
1: <laughs> so he doesn't hunt slender man because he's a man of uh, yeah he's morals. got moles. um also slender man is a man so not an animal
0: yeah so that's for a real bounty hunter recently i launched one of my more unusual exhibition x ex- <sighs> expeditions <laughs> and while i came back empty-handed i was left with quite the tail. I was hired by a woman to hunt a creature that she claimed had saved her life. She wouldn't tell me the details. She wanted it alive and she assured me she could offer adequate compensation. I'm always worried about pronouncing things wrong because, like, you know, in class when you're always told to, like, read stuff out and you have to go around the room and then it gets to you and you're like, fart, ah! (laughs) Uh,
1: No, because I read perfectly.
0: Well, I feel like that because reading out loud is not my strong point.
1: Well, luckily that doesn't come up very much in a podcast form (laughs) where. Yeah, but most of the time I'm not
0: reading out loud, I'm just talking. Like.
1: Yeah, talking words that are in front of you. well no because my notes
0: are like no there's a difference between talking like from bullet points so that you're not Mm. you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i know what you mean
0: right but she wanted this creature alive um against my better judgment i agreed as always i said goodbye to my wife and three kids and headed out to whatever isolated location my target called home after I left, I pulled out the folder my researcher had given me on the creature. He's got a researcher, okay? Well,
1: he's doing a pretty good business if he can, like, support a family on his animal hunting.
0: Yeah. And a researcher.
1: Yeah. That's cool.
0: It had the general form of a man, but it wasn't. It was a shark. It was depicted as in a hunched position with blood covering its hands and mouth. How, how is that in the form of a shark, if it's got hands?
1: Well, so it, it uh, is a shark man.
0: I just, I, I'm not sure what I'm imagining. Does it have a shark face?
1: I think it must have like a shark head and then a sort of vaguely humanoid body coming off it. There's some cartoon character that looks like this and I can't remember who.
0: You mean like Victor Crumb in the um, Triwizard? We're going back to Harry Potter again, but...
1: Yeah, always comes back to Harry Potter. Either that or... I'm sure there's some cartoon, and I can't remember if it was just some kind of 90s mascot for a milkshake or something like that. I'll find it. I'll find it later. You can
0: use it as, like, a picture for this episode.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'll do it.
0: (laughs) Um, It was depicted in a hunched position with blood covering its hands and mouth. Its eyes were soulless and full of hate. I had been put on the trail of a supposed fishman sightings before and they were fairly common but this one was different. Its most unusual feature was a pair of horns like the devil himself was said to have. That kind of detail I didn't like to see. When people made stuff up they tended to keep their claims pretty standard like Bigfoot or Nessie. Everyone sees the same thing because it's all in their head and it's all based on some original hoax, which was based on reality, so it would seem plausible. When things start coming up mismatched, there's a good chance the witnesses were seeing something. The woman hadn't had the foggiest idea where this thing was, but my behind-the-scenes research had narrowed it down to a small strip of coastline about 20 miles east of where she lived. How does she not know where she saw it? Like, that's not something you forget.
1: (laughs) Yeah, seeing a shark being saved. Having your life saved by a shark man.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: surely you should remember also, also I'm not sure how a shark man saved someone's life, but maybe that's a later story detail.
0: I, I think it is a later story detail, I'm not sure. Okay. I grabbed my rifle and traps and got into my trunk my truck. <laughs> Just five minutes after arriving on the scene, I had already gotten a lay of the land. I noticed an old lighthouse nearby and headed for it. As soon as I got closer, I could see why it was abandoned. There were caves under its foundation, and the entire thing had sunk about ten feet into the ground. Now, it doesn't take a genius to see that this was clearly the best place for this thing to reside. I tried to venture down carefully, but I slipped. I'm not as young as I once was. At the bottom, I could hear heavy breathing. Not like the huffing and puffing of a tired runner, more like the breathing of something large. It was dark, so I pulled out my flashlight and looked around. (coughs) Bless you.
1: Sorry, I'm allergic to exposition. (laughs) (laughs) Do you continue with the breathing story? (laughs) It was so fascinating.
0: (laughs) A glint of metal caught my eye. It looked like gold. At first I thought today was my lucky day, but as I held my flashlight on it, it disappeared, and for a second it came back. Then it moved. I feel like that. What like if it moves out of your flashlight, then comes back. That's movement. Watch it. Like then it moved. Like it's already moved.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit uh, compromised in terms of structure. There.
0: <laughs> Look at us being literary to reviewers <laughs>
1: <laughs> today on Channel Four. It is a fan fiction literature review. <laughs>
0: As what I was looking at stepped further into my light, I suddenly became very concerned. The reason the gold had disappeared was simple. It wasn't some loose pirate's um, hidden treasure in the basement of an old lighthouse. It was a gold sphere in the left eye socket of the very creature that I was hunting. (sighs) Sorry, as you gasped, there was a really loud shout outside from some freshers and I got really spooked.
1: I wondered what that was. (laughs) Did you hear it? I did, yeah. Yeah. Came through the mic. You got jump scared in your own home. I
0: got jump scared in my own
1: home. From a story you were reading. (laughs) Wow. It's Shark Boy. he's coming for you.
0: It's actually kind of scary. (laughs) Okay. Are you scared yet, Tom?
1: Um, no.
0: Did the last story scare you?
1: No, there was nothing scary. I mean, I guess the Holocaust is scary. But there was nothing, like, scary. It was just kind of a bit like, ooh, that's weird.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: Whereas this is kind of like, there's a shark, man.
0: (laughs) That isn't in the picture, I thought, as I looked around for my rifle. It was on the ground, only a few feet behind me. I grabbed it and turned my face to the beast, but it had already reached me. I grabbed the barrel of my rifle and yanked it from my hand, hurling it across the room. I presume he means that the shark man yanked it from his hand, but... I'm not sure.
1: Again, you know, we could could pick this apart word by word.
0: Yeah. (laughs) In its other hand was a knife. No, it wasn't holding it. The metal blade seemed to come from beneath the creature's skin. It put its face right up to me. The gold eye turned in its socket as it looked over me. Then it stood up and began to walk away. What I did next almost surely should have gotten me killed. I yelled at it. What? You don't have a stomach for me? Don't like your meat this tough? It was incredibly... What? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Why didn't you say that?
1: You've just nearly got murdered by a boy shark man.
0: (laughs) It was incredibly stupid but I didn't like being toyed with. (laughs) This is just toxic masculinity (laughs) at its peak. (laughs) Instead of being, like, a normal, functioning person and running away, you're like, oh, I'll fight the shark, man, because I'm tough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm a bounty hunter for animals, (laughs) so... uh... I'm a bit of a tough guy, bit of a loose cannon, but I get results. I will shoot that duck. If you need a duck shot, I will shoot it.
0: Mm. Ugh.
1: That's my impression of him.
0: What I didn't expect was a response in a voice that was sickeningly human. Go back to your family, David. Your wife would never recover from losing you. I was shocked. What? I just sat there. Those few words has completely turned this situation on its head. This was no monster. It was something more, something sentient. I should have just listened and left, but I was curious. I had to know what this thing was, why it had spared me. So once again, I said the first thing that came to my head. What the hell are you? I will stop the story here briefly to explain one thing. One thing. From this point on, I am relaying exactly what it told me. I will pause occasionally and slip a few words in about my state of mind as he was telling me this, but the story is all his.
1: Why the fuck do you need to have that?
0: yeah i don't know you
1: don't need to describe our dialogue (laughs) yeah i
0: don't know this
1: isn't this isn't my first rodeo reading a piece of text or hearing a story (laughs) or sequence of sentences you don't need to go like and i'm gonna have some words in an order (laughs) and you need to pay attention because the, the one word will follow from the next one and they will be connected
0: you need he needs you to know that that's what's happening tom he doesn't want you to get confused and think that he's the shark man and there's two shark men.
1: <laughs> Imagine this guy trying to read, like, uh, the script to Pulp Fiction or something <laughs> and being like, what? But, but, but there's five uh, people <laughs> in different times? What is this? I don't understand concepts.
0: Do you want to hear the shark story or not?
1: Sorry. Yes, I do want it. I really want to hear the shark <laughs> story.
0: I was once a man, as I am sure you have already guessed. But what made me this way was not a curse, as some might expect. It was my own doing. I don't remember much of my childhood, except for two things. The first was the death of my parents, killed by the mob. I was taken in by my aunt, who lived far from the city where I grew up. The second was a feeling of worthlessness, bought on by not fitting in. I moved into the town too late in school. And a pecking order was established and i fit at the bottom no matter how hard i tried to stay there i now realized there is nothing i could have done except to let it go at the time though these things destroyed me i tried ignoring the judgments of other kids i tried fitting in with them nothing worked there was always something eventually it was my dead parents don't really understand what that means. But what?
1: Like, <laughs> They're always getting in the way. My ghost parents, when I was trying to make friends, were always butting in. He
0: seemed to think that, like, he didn't fit in because his parents were dead. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Kids are cruel again. I,
0: <laughs> I realised that no matter how much I tried to be like all those other assholes, I never could be. So I decided to be different.
1: da bomb. <laughs>
0: I found a concept called the Uncanny Valley. I won't explain it to you now, but it was exactly what I needed. Essentially, if I couldn't be accepted, I would have to become so distanced that I was no longer human, and then I didn't have to give a shit about anything. I thought... Okay,
1: (laughs) most people at this point will just go goth.
0: (laughs) He became a shark, Tom, so... (laughs)
1: This is like a really amped up version of getting eyeliner, a big trench coat, and uh, listening to whatever the emo band is now. As
0: I was reading this, I was just like, this guy's an incel. This is like...
1: This is <laughs> a like... shark incel. <laughs> <laughs> this is just
0: a guy who's like, oh, people don't like me because my parents are dead. But like, it's, it's like probably one... more like people don't like you because all you ever talk about is your dead parents. I
1: Mm. Or your your personality is not yeah good,
0: and I feel like the person who wrote this probably is projecting, and he is a shark man.
1: <laughs> I'm a shark man in my thought. <laughs> my parents don't understand that I come home with my shark makeup, listening to <laughs> shark bands. Ugh, <laughs>
0: teenagers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going to start a new. Uh, Movement, form of, uh, Teenage <laughs> counterculture Sharkness It's going to be a new thing
0: I thought long and hard about how to do this Dramatic plastic surgery Was quickly ruled out Even the most dramatic changes um, Those could provide Still landed me within the limits of humanity In fact they would put me In the middle of a valley I was trying to avoid I eventually Narrowed it to two options That would allow me to truly transcend humanity magic and genetics it was only a matter of which one i found within my grasp
1: uh, okay i'm imagining like he's got a chalkboard and he's just got the word magic and genetics like written on it with like in two corners be
0: kind scru- like <laughs> scraped out and like um just be a normal oh, yeah. dude but other people get on with <laughs> scraped out like Try other ways of meeting people. No. (laughs) I've only got magic and genetics.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I tried being moody and not talking to anyone, but that (laughs) didn't work.
0: So now he's only got two choices, Tom. And you know what he did? (laughs) In the end... Did
1: he choose both?
0: How did you know?
1: Uh, Well... It would kind of be pretty lame if he just chose one. Do you know what I mean? It would be like, he set, He could just say, oh, the only thing I could do was genetics or magic. Oh, I see. Magic. Okay,
0: yeah. Whereas if yeah. he went,
1: I could have done that, but I, I didn't. Instead, I did this. This is a sentence. At the end of this sentence, <laughs> there will be a full stop.
0: Yeah, I see. In the end, I had to use a combination of the two. Genetic engineering was still light years away from being able to completely replace one's entire DNA, let alone have them live. Magic would not work, simply because the cost of creating matter and complex organic structures was just too steep. In the end, my final method was a rather fitting mixture. Rather than transform myself, I would grow a new body in a tank. Then, when it had matured, I would use magic to move my mind into the host. I like that we live in a universe, like this universe, the story, the universe of the story has magic, but like, that's not even really, like that's not a thing. Like the bounty hunter doesn't, like he could use magic. Like,
1: yeah. Is he implying that magic is just too expensive?
0: Yeah. Well, I think he's saying like (laughs) he would have to trade his soul or something. Like, I don't know. I think it, the cost I just like, doesn't have to be money. I like, does it?
1: Idea, I like the idea of a world where people like can do magic and they can fly and bring that back to the dead and stuff, but they're just like, oh no, I've got to tighten my belt. Can't, you know. I mean, that's can't literally how it magic. would work.
0: But also, if he can't afford magic, he can't fucking afford genetic engineering.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just do some magic to get loads of money, surely.
0: Yeah, I uh, know.
1: Who knows? Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the writer of the story has thought it through and researched yeah I'm sure yeah.
0: the creation of the said body took 10 years but it didn't matter in the long run because my new body would be the same age no matter what age I was when I entered it I did manage to find a few other useful tidbits in my study I found a ritual that can turn your bones to steel but allow them to heal just the same I later learnt that this ritual had other uses, but I didn't know at the time. I did have to pay to have a few genetic engineering laws stripped from the books after all. I did intend to go out in public. On the morning of my 30th birthday. So he started this when he was 20, so he started growing a shark body when he was 20. Which means he knew a lot about genetic engineering at a very young age.
1: And also had amassed enough capital to get laws taken out of books.
0: Yeah, I de- and his parents so are dead. If I, someone, yeah, I don't
1: know. Yeah, so that if someone saw him on the street and they were like, is there a law against this? They could get out a book of <laughs> law that we all carry around with us and they could go, oh no, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Carry on, the Shark Man. Um, the weather was overcast, but I had never been in a brighter mood. That day I would set my human foot into a tank chamber for the last time. Dragging behind me an unconscious deer I had tranquilised, regrettably, the mind exchange ritual did require a sacrifice. Unnecessary, but okay.
1: Yeah, very expensive.
0: <laughs> he paused here and lit a fire. With added light, I got my first real look at him. He was taller than any man, probably seven feet, while his face was that of a shark, but was somehow more intelligent. Don't know what... Okay.
1: Uh, what it looked more intelligent yeah. it had a swollen head or something
0: it looked like a shark but more intelligent than a shark like it had glasses <laughs>
1: uh... it had a little bow tie <laughs> and I thought that was great
0: <laughs> he had managed to keep his ability to show emotion I don't know what that means again with a few expectations his body was human in, mu- in form muscular but not bulky Again, my eye was drawn back to the horns, but when asked about them, he admitted they were only an aesthetic touch. So he just added the horns. <laughs> like you the don't understand,
1: ma'am. It's not a fate. <laughs> I'm putting devil horns on me to express the darkness in my soul.
0: Uh, he continues his story. Me and my friends story. are gonna.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry
0: you can continue.
1: No, I was just going to ad lib about him hanging out with other, like, shark children to <laughs> hang under a bridge. And, you know, that video of the techno goths dancing.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, but sharks. How
0: would sharks dance? Uh,
1: w- with difficulty, I imagine, <laughs> on land. But they'd find a way. He's more intelligent than a man, Catherine.
0: He's more intelligent than a shark. I don't.
1: Than a, sorry, than a shark, yeah. <laughs> we
0: don't know what his intelligence comparison to everyone else but presumably pretty intelligent if he knows magic and genetic engineering yeah,
1: he must right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it must be doing alright yeah uh, must be okay
0: I pulled out of my pocket knife again <laughs> what was that sentence
1: <laughs> pulled out of my pocket I knife. pulled out <laughs> of
0: my pocket knife and slashed across the side of a deer the wound was shallow but it produced enough blood for my purposes while keeping the animal alive I drew a circle of blood on the ground and a few words in ancient dialect. I chose the destination my soul would inhabit after a ritual. Then I drew a talisman of blood onto my chest and began chanting. I didn't know exactly what the words meant, but as far as I could found, as far as I could found, they roughly translated (laughs) to, let my soul flow forth. Within a minute, I could see a glowing reddish mist leaking from my body. But instead of travelling to my new body, it filled the room. Did I make a mistake, I thought? As the mist rolled across the room, I became aware of everything it touched. It was my consciousness in a visible form. As the mist stopped leaking out, I was aware that I no longer felt my body. I was entirely between forms, and I began to worry, but I quickly felt something. My new vessel had begun to breathe. And slowly, as its lungs filled, my mind returned from its free, floating state. When it was complete, I felt like I was going to collapse, but I also felt stronger than ever before. I feel like those things don't compute, (laughs) but okay.
1: I was strong, but also (laughs) weak.
0: I stood up and walked, clumsily at first, but soon I was accustomed to my new movements. I grabbed a few articles of clothings off my corpse, namely my coat and pants, and set out to enjoy my new life. But as I left, I noticed that my sacrifice, which was alive at the beginning of the ritual, was now dead. If you cut a deer and leave it to bleed, like, what are you expecting to happen?
1: Yeah, eventually it is going to run out of deer blood, and they need
0: that. Yeah, and then it said... Its eyes had been burnt out of its skull and its face was contorted into a scream. So, another unnecessary detail, but okay. Poor dear. Aww. (laughs) The transition was smoother than I could have possibly expected. Obviously people were scared, but by wearing formal clothing and acting casual, I managed to keep most from panicking. (laughs) (laughs)
1: hello good evening nice to see you with the opera i'm a shark yes hello
0: like why would a shark wearing a suit and tie be less scary than a shark (laughs) wearing flip-flops like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: it's a oh no it's fine he's in he's in something from zara it's it's Mm. cool
0: the next bit i feel is super creepy and reflects badly on the author Okay, it says... Naturally, my personal life took a hit. It became nearly impossible to pick up women who were entirely sober.
1: Ew. So
0: this shark is going around purposefully picking up drunk women. Like, that's not okay.
1: This seems like maybe something written by a teenager who has just heard things about this and doesn't really understand
0: They should be educated, then, on consent, because that's not okay.
1: Yeah. Also, the idea that even a drunk woman would be like, "Uh, yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true, that's (laughs) very true. You're a
1: shark, let's party. (laughs)
0: Uh, Eventually, as my presence sunk in, a few people... Yeah, sorry, going back. If she was so drunk she didn't realise he was a shark... She cannot consent to <laughs> sex. <Like.
1: laughs> yeah, I, that should be uh, that should be on those leaflets trying to educate people on consent. Like, and make sure she knows what species you are. Yeah. If she doesn't, <laughs> then yeah, too drunk.
0: Eventually, as my presence sunk in, a few people began to feel comfortable in my presence. I mean, I found someone romantically. I don't like referring to her as my girlfriend. Although, that is the term that fits. Okay, you sound like a dick, but whatever. He
1: prefers main hoe.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's because, like, he doesn't like the labels, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, because he's not a boy, he's a shark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I now pronounce you shark and wife.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the bit that I don't understand. She had no qualms with my appearance. In fact... I think that she found my body attractive, but I have no proof of that. He was a shark. (laughs) He was a shark. He has no proof. And then she was like, yeah, I have no qualms with that. Like, that's cool. (laughs) Like, in fact, I think it's kind of sexy that you're a shark. Like,
1: That's like a furry, but for an animal with no fur.
0: For some reason, a slippery shark is just the least attractive thing I can imagine. Half shark, half man is a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, y- well, yeah. Maybe we'll research later and see if this is a thing that people are, like have. I'm sure it is somewhere on the internet. I'm
0: sure somewhere. Not long after we met, we were living together. She was the best thing that ever happened to me. He paused, stood up silently, and left for quite a while. Letting that last line sink in with me. I didn't ask why he left. I was in no mood to test his hospitality. I did, however, take that chance to look around. There are a few objects around the cave, a piano. Dunno how he got there. <laughs> a few objects a piano some framed pictures and a stack of books.
1: <laughs> Where'd you put a piano in a cave?
0: Oh I did. <laughs> and also, in. like he had to look around to see the piano like <laughs> how did he not see that before like at, at first, first i <laughs> thought this
1: was a normal cave piano until i realized it was a shark man piano yeah I totally different
0: if i walked into a cave and it was a shark man and a piano i'd notice the shark man first but i would also notice the piano yeah
1: it would it would be in your field of vision, yeah. I, would, I would think.
0: When he returned, I noticed a smear of blood on his face. I was beginning to wonder just where this story found its conclusion. He continued...
1: You and me both, mate. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, this is long.
1: <laughs>
0: My life was already going better than it ever had. Not only did I feel the need to fit in, but people stopped expecting it of me, and I stopped getting lectures from strangers because people didn't expect me to think like them anymore. Why were you getting lectures from strangers in the first place? That doesn't happen. Like,
1: I I wonder if he was, uh, you know, being that guy at a party who starts just trying to provoke people by saying his controversial poison. Oh, yeah. And is like, well, people can't handle my free speech. And it's like, we're just trying to have a good time and eat sausage rolls. Please leave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we all know someone like that, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do.
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, I soon found out that this same phenomenon has its downsides as well. It had been about two months. Slowly, word of me spread. As this happened, local religious groups began to fixate on me. To them, I became a symbol. I was literally demonised. They started protesting. They followed me wherever I went. Some went so far to say that I was Satan himself. With a few exceptions, people stopped associating with me. Eventually, I left, was left with only a few friends, most of which um, would not be seen with me in person. Only Lynn stuck by me. I presume that's his girlfriend. Yeah, it yeah. must be. Soon, the growing mobs turned their attention to me. And to her. They called her awful things like whore and sinner and embarrassed her constantly. She became a social outcast alongside me, and I had dragged her into what should have been my own personal hell. You brought this upon yourself.
1: Yeah, you did. You You should have thought it through before you became a shark person.
0: It took you ten years. Did you never think, oh, maybe... Yeah. Maybe
1: I won't. (laughs) Maybe
0: that will make things more difficult for me if I become a shark person. (laughs)
1: Yeah. He's not done a cost-benefit analysis. No.
0: <laughs> the crowds got bolder and bolder. They started coming inside my house. I never had any time alone with Lynn anymore. What? They're inside your house. I, th- <laughs> I find that hard to believe.
1: Yeah, that's a very interesting I mean, unlike protest.
0: Unlike the shark thing, I believe that. But the crowds inside your house is unacceptable.
1: Yeah, how are they going to fit in amongst all the pianos? <laughs>
0: Until that one terrible day, we were coming out of a store and some drunk redneck broke from the crowd. He had a beer bottle in one hand and a rifle in another. A few of his buddies stood at his sides, hooting and hollering. He finished his drink and threw it at me, yelling something incomprehensible and then he pulled the rifle. He paused again. I got a bad feeling that this story was about to take an ugly turn. I began to speak again. He began to speak again, so, but this time slower. A shot rang out. I looked down at my chest, expecting to see a wound, but there was nothing. As the crowd went silent, I turned to see her falling, a bullet wound right through her eye. For a second, I simply stood, still watching her fall, but I couldn't bring myself to catch her. She was already dead. I turned to face the shooter. I slowly lurched forward and then in an instant I was right in front of him. He had the look of a drunken stupid pride on his face. Undoubtedly he had shot her in the name of his church. It sickened me. It was not one man's place to choose who lives and who dies. But I was no man. Whereas
1: I am a shark. (laughs) And I'm going to very quickly make a decision here.
0: (laughs) I punched him so hard in the stomach that I could feel my fist snap his spine so graphic and unnecessary then I threw that's pretty hard (laughs) then I threw another punch that connected with his face his skull shattered as he was launched back into the crowd trailing blood I stood there for a second the man's friends were too drunk to understand what had happened but I knew what I had done I looked for a hole in the crowd but I couldn't find one I was completely boxed in I couldn't stay here I had to get away In a moment of desperation, I simply ran through the wall of people. I cleared the path without much issue. People were suffering major injuries as I threw them aside, but I didn't care. What was done was done, and I had just cemented my place in the public eye. As I I ran, it occurred to me, I had done to myself what governments had been doing to their enemies since the dawn of civilization.
1: I had... What, uh, hmm?
0: Shall I read that again?
1: What, turning them into a shot?
0: <laughs> I had dehumanised myself.
1: <laughs> oh, OK. Sorry. I should have let you finish the sentence. They didn't tell me about how the sentences were going to work at the start, so I was confused. I thought that was going to be the whole idea. Uh Britta, sorry.
0: <laughs> it's a very long sentence, to be fair.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They
0: would find no hesitation in killing me now. I took the risk of stealing Lynn's body from the morgue. I buried her myself, knowing that her tainted reputation would keep anyone else from doing it properly. I couldn't go home again. I silently went to the house and took a few things, including a gold cross that had been passed down in Lynn's family. I didn't like being reminded of her, but I felt bad leaving it there. Ironic that the thing that reminded me of her would be a cross after religion was what condemned her. Oh, this, this author Bam. clearly is like, mm, religious. religion does bad things.
1: <laughs> I mean, religion does do bad things, but it doesn't tend to be shooting a woman in the eye because <laughs> her husband is a shark. It's I just, think it's a reach to accuse them of that.
0: Yeah, it just reeks of, like, angsty teenager. But I guess that's mm. what this whole website is. I, well, we are just taking the mick out of teenagers for literally no reason, but
1: well we were teenagers we did our time yeah. and now it's time for us to continue the cycle <laughs> of uh, hate hate, and judgement
0: I spent that mo- m- year moving between abandoned buildings staying out of the views of the police during that time my rage festered human society had deemed Lynn's life worthless um, at least that was how I saw it he killed her for no reason I killed him for justice but if there had been a trial, I would have undoubtedly been given the death sentence. That <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like how uh, like honestly, that just goes. He his killing was bad, but my killing was good. But in a legal sense, it was still bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, honest. As far as the state is concerned, it was still murder. So. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I finally realised my purpose. While I was human, my life had no more value than pieces of human refuse like that. Now I was more than that. I could choose who lived and died. I mean, you literally... Whatever. You you can't.
1: Yeah, but, you said that was bad. Yeah, but, okay.
0: Soon after this, I discovered that I was more suited to kill than I wanted to admit. In addition to my jaws and my physical strength and speed, I found that my metal skeleton could be reformed at will by consuming extra metal i could force spikes through my skin when you transformed into a shark what part of you thought that you wouldn't be an efficient predator like <laughs> what at what point yeah. why would you choose shark if not to be a good at killing like why wouldn't what? Why else would you? Choose Although, that to be animal? fair,
1: if you, if you are going to change yourself into an animal from humans, and we're at the top of the food chain, maybe you are going to choose one that is a top predator, so you don't change into an animal and then accidentally get predated.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Like if he turned into a deer, he might not have had that good a time.
0: Yeah. He paused briefly to showcase his ability. He held out his arm near the fire, and I could see a metal. Sm- sm- spike emerged from beneath his skin. It reflected the light for a second before it pulled back, leaving only a small trickle of blood. He resumed his story, only now he was getting a little too enthusiastic. I was worried, but I dared not move. So the rest of it just kind of goes on and on about he kills other people and he's sad that his girlfriend was dead. But then he also seems to kill women who cheat on people because he's a misogynist, so whatever. Oh, wow. Um,
1: He has very quickly lost the moral high
0: ground. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) He's gone from being like, I just want to live my shark life. No one should choose life (laughs) and death to being like, oh, no, I I am going to kill women though now. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So
0: then at the end, he says, okay. The police were basically hunting him down and he says, I had to make a run for it. A few police officers tried to apprehend me, but it was no use. I killed the first one simply by goring him with my horns. As the second one pulled out his gun, I leapt on him, placing the palm of my, of my hand on his face and slammed him into the ground so hard that the pavement cracked. So everything before this point has basically just been descriptions like that of him killing people? like yeah it's just detail of how he kills people so it's i'm
1: i'm glad that you've glossed over it because we don't necessarily need to hear all of that yeah
0: yeah um i shouldn't have killed them their lives still had value but not as much as mine what a dick
1: (laughs) (laughs) who who am i to choose the value of Uh, lives oh Oh, yeah me Me. (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) further down the road i could see my way out the street was a dead end and beyond it was a thick patch of woods even if they followed me there there was no way they could catch him i was too fast for them to pursue on foot this felt like the end of his story and yet he went on i don't think
1: I. (laughs) that is the uh, motto for this story
0: (laughs) i know do you want to hear the second motto for this story the next what? line is I don't think I could listen to him describe killing more people <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you think this writer's meant to be meta?
0: I don't, who knows <laughs> As I stepped into the forest the sun was just going down the air in the forest was fresh and cool compared to the city's scent of car exhaust I walked for at least an hour before I felt like I had gone far enough, then I sat down and prepared to sleep Unfortunately, sleep eluded me. At first I thought it was guilt or anxiety, but I felt the urge to wander. I felt unsafe, like they were still following me. I would be able to hear long before the search party approached, though I doubted that they would send one. I was certainly sensing a presence, watching me. I kept wandering around, then I saw it. It was a human figure wearing a black suit his back was turned, but his skin was pale white. Do you want a to guess, Tom?
1: Is it Slender Man? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. He stood Why? about a foot, literally, no reason. He stood about a foot taller than me, which didn't disturb me until I remembered that I was already a foot taller than any human. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What, the height is not the immediate <laughs> thing you pick up on Slenderman when, when people play the Slenderman game the thing they're scared by is not oh, he's so tall
0: <laughs> I called out to him but there was no response I looked away for a second and when I looked back he was standing right in front of me at this range I realised he was not just a foot taller than me he seemed to tower over me he bent down as he did so I realised that his face was just smooth flesh Someone in your line of work has almost certainly heard of this creature before. I bet you didn't think he existed. Well, I didn't either. I had no idea how to react to this turn in his story. Was it all lies? Had this all been a joke? Surely he couldn't simulate the kind of emotions he had sh- shown when he talked of Lynn's death. I want to go back here, because he didn't really show any emotions when he talked about Lynn's death, but Okay.
1: His emotion was, I'm going to punch this guy's stomach yeah, so hard. Yeah, that's not an emotion.
0: That's yeah. anger. Like, okay, anger's an emotion, but like, uh, whatever. You should it, be It's got to be more
1: nuanced than punchy punch. Yeah.
0: Was this my fate, to be killed by Slenderman after accomplishing so much? Surely he could <laughs> see that I was special. But I thought to myself, Slenderman doesn't just show up. How long had he been watching me? Was he watching me while I was still human, or did I attract him with my use of magic? I backed away slowly, but he didn't seem to become farther away. In fact, he seemed to fill more of my vision with every step. He reached into his pocket and produced a tattered letter. He gave it to me. It read, To whom it may concern, it has come to my attention that you are no longer human. Congratulations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is happening
0: congratulations on being the latest to transcend the limits of humanity it is truly an accomplishment that few even dare to dream of and fewer still manage to achieve i hope that i get the chance to meet you someday however before that happens you must discover yourself you have plenty of time to do what you will find out what drives you and pursues you refine it make a name for yourself or don't I will warn you, however, that killing too many humans is a good way to get yourself killed as well. Someday you may feel that your course has been run, and on that day, come and seek me out and I will bring you into my domain as a brother. The letter had no signature. When I read the letter, Slenderman disappeared, and I was finally able to lie down and sleep. He paused, leaned back and chuckled to himself. I have done a lot of thinking since that day. Initially, I thought the Slender Man wrote the letter, but if that was true, he would have given it to me. Clearly, he was passing on a message he had received a long time ago. Perhaps he was once human and strove for greatness as I had. I won't speculate about how long he had been on Earth, although it should be noted that the letters were written in modern English. I suspect that he is preparing to take up the letter's invitation. Maybe not in the immediate future, but soon, He has become too widely known in recent years, as I'm sure you're aware. Don't mistake what I am saying as me settling myself upon him as a successor.
1: Can I just say, this is a huge monologue for the shark to just do out of the blue. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know. To
1: someone who has so far gone, (laughs) what's the matter? You don't like your meat this time? And I forget what his follow-up question was, but the shark was just like, Okay, I will tell you my whole entire life story, <laughs> including footnotes about the intricacies of Slender Man and his fame <laughs> over time.
0: Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you know? Do you ever meet a person where you ask them a question and, like, that's the conversation for the next half hour?
1: Yeah, yeah, it becomes more notes on a theme.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's only them talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had many conversations... Well, I've been at many conversations like yeah. that not participated very much in them.
0: Not only does that not appeal to me, I don't think that's how it works. I'm sure that in his time on Earth he has probably showed that letter to a good number of people, or things that were once people. Each will find their place on this planet. Some may become fixated by the public and become urban legends, and others choose isolation. I personally think that I found my place in the world after Lynn's death when I killed that first man. If that's your place in the world, it's a sad place.
1: Yeah, that that murder is not a great place.
0: (laughs) Since the last incident, I have found a solution to my last problem. You see this eye? It's made from Lynn's gold cross. Um, With it, there is no guesswork in my valuating of a life. I thought back to when he had first looked over me, feeling that eye pass over me, how he knew my name. Suddenly, I felt slightly more uncomfortable. Perhaps he wasn't as unpredictable as I thought. As long as he had a method, I could feel comfortable that he would not change his mind. Slowly, I vanished. So, I think he's saying that his gold eye allows him to judge people's character?
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure on how the science or magic or whatever works. Yeah, I'm presuming that's
0: magic. He, he, yeah, he knows magic, I don't know.
1: <laughs> He's a shark, I'll accept whatever from this point on.
0: Slowly, I vanished from the minds of the public. A movie studio took credit for me as a publicity stunt. The video of me killing that man's wife was dismissed as a hoax. Most people who still remembered I had actually existed assumed that I was gone.
1: Now The family of uh, these women might have, you know had something to say
0: Tom don't be silly people don't care about women
1: (laughs) my daughter has disappeared in a publicity stunt (laughs) (laughs) capitalism is out of control
0: (laughs) using the value of Lynn's soul as a measure I can see fairly who deserves to live and who must be snuffed out if I come for you there is no bargaining I can see your entire life past and future and my judgment is absolute that is where his tale ended I lingered for a while until I felt safe leaving, and then I went home. He didn't say goodbye, but okay.
1: Oh. (laughs) He's just gone. (laughs) That's all I need to know, Sharkman. I'm going. Yeah.
0: I will leave you with some advice that he gave me. There are only a few ways to avoid him, other than being lucky enough to be overlooked. Firstly, live a life that contributes to society. Then he will look over you and let you go. In today's world, that might be a taller order than you can expect. But it couldn't hurt to try. Second, surround yourself with friends and family who care about you. Ordinarily, he would simply find subtle ways of comforting your loved ones after you had passed. However, if your death would cause too much grief among the innocent, he will spare you. I suspect that's what saved me. He did warn me that sometimes he will attempt to weaken those bonds. So hope that your family are not easily swayed. Third, you can become like him. Why the fuck would you want to be like him? Like,
1: He's not sold it as a lifestyle no. to me, really. Ugh.
0: If you are ambitious were. enough to break the loose chains of humanity, he will not kill you. Just a Slender Man did not attempt to kill him. This may sound odd, but I wish him luck. Perhaps someday he will decide to make a return, and maybe this time we will accept him. In the meantime, my family and I have nothing to fear. Dot, dot, dot. That's the end.
1: Dot, dot, dot. If you
0: end off a dot, 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 you're wrong. Um...
1: (laughs) That's like, you know, people who end texts with a dot, 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 particularly people over the age of about 40. And it's just every text becomes very ominous.
0: Yeah. So, do you want to go through a few of the comments?
1: Firstly... Can I just say, yeah. it's weird that the whole thing is based on whether people deserve to die.
0: Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like,
1: well, f- morally no one does, so... Yeah. It's not like anyone's life is worth just... Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe... No. I have a list in my head, but, you know, that's for when I get shark powers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I do... What,
1: do, what, what do the people say then?
0: Well, I want to return to... Man, fuck guys on park benches. Because in that story, there was no one on a park bench.
1: Literally no one.
0: I don't understand.
1: There wasn't, no one even sat on a bench. No,
0: no, no.
1: That is deeply strange.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And a reply to that, someone has replied to that saying, loved the slender man bit. As a reply to that comment, I don't know.
1: Oh. Oh so maybe Slenderman maybe there's some meme with Slenderman and Part Benches or something.
0: Yeah. I dunno. Know. Who knows? Then someone else has said, Really well written, very creative. How do you even come up with this? There are a few grammar mistakes, but it didn't take too much away from the story. And it's understandable to have a few in that long of a tale. Also, a little cheesy with the connection of the shark man and slender man, but again, that is very understandable. I don't think I could have done much better overall. Well done, I love yummy pastas.
1: What? Sorry. <laughs>
0: I think that's what we call a good pasta, like a yummy pasta.
1: Yummy pa. Oh, oh, okay. That review was better written than the story. <laughs> it was even-handed. It had a point of view. Yeah. It was justified and explained. Um, yeah, I think I think they've almost been too generous there. I think the story kind of. It's not really a story, is it?
0: Yeah. I don't
1: It's not a beginning, middle and end. It's just a shark man's sad weird life and then a hunter who just goes home.
0: Yeah, I do, why do, I don't understand why he needed the hunter in this tale. He could have just told the story of Slenderman. Yeah. Of not sorry, not Slenderman, even... Sharkman. I shark think Man. this is yeah. fairly clearly someone who was trying to create another monster that would get them famous. Like, you know how yeah. Slender Man became famous? I think it's fairly clearly someone trying to create, like, a thing that they could sell T-shirts of or something.
1: They went too big. They went too complicated. Yeah. They tried to invent a shark with a gold eye and a moral code who kills people in various ways. Slenderman's weird because he's creepy and mysterious and it's just, yeah. like, you know it's threatening but You're you not don't sure know why. too much That's else.
0: That's the scariest thing is when, like... Something's just outside of your vision and you can't quite grasp it. And like Mm. Slenderman's scary because you're not quite sure where it is. But if you spell out explicitly his whole backstory and exactly what he looks like, that's not scary. That's just it's just weird. Like, uh, okay, there's a shark man. Cool. I don't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I thought it was it was a bit strange. It had a bit of a strange kind of moral center to it. Of people deserve to die. Uh, I should murder women who cheat on their husbands. Um, sometimes murder is fine. You know, it's a bit... I just, I find... I'd like to know who wrote it. I'd like to meet them, I think.
0: Yeah. So do you want to read a few... I'll read you a few short um, crappy pastas.
1: How, how short is short? Very Cause short. Because I reckon we should. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's um, cleanse our... Pasta okay. With
0: this one this. is called kill guy. So this was not good <laughs> enough to be on a website, as opposed to the stellar content we have met so far.
1: This isn't detailed enough.
0: It's called kill guy. It's literally not detailed enough. There was one time a guy who was a murderer. He thought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did he think?
0: <laughs> he thought to kill. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he taught to kill lots of guys, so he did.
1: This is like this is like when a when a six year old tries to tell a story. I,
0: I genuinely think this might be written by a child, so I'm just like
1: oh, sorry, is that the whole thing? No no
0: no I haven't finished. Oh, okay. okay. Right. So, <laughs> he thought to kill lots of guys, so he did. One day, the man tried to kill a guy, but it wasn't a guy. It was really a monster. Uh, so the man went home and was sad for his murder. He said, never kill more guys, so he didn't... <laughs> 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 Except one guy. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'm never killing guys again, except one guy.
1: Except one guy.
0: And it was his girlfriend. Sorry. So he said, he said, never kill more guys. So he didn't, except one guy. It was his girlfriend who was not knowing about his crimes. And then she was dead. Um...
1: (laughs) They've they've tried to pull the classic twist ending. Yeah.
0: And then she was dead. So he had blood on his scarf. Um and then the last line is If you ever see a murderer guy, run or he might get you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh man. This is like this is like a creepypasta template.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> like you just need to chuck a Slenderman cameo and some actual details in, and then that's that's basically a creepypasta.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Ah, that is so so funny.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I I think I personally think because I might have to um, uh, go in a bit. I might have to stop recording. I think we should leave. Yeah, it there let's end it on maybe... that.
0: I that crappy pasta is a plus um, plus. Yeah. I rate it a 10 out of 10. It had good story structure. He wanted to kill a guy, so he did. And then he thought, I shouldn't kill guys anymore. So he didn't, except for one guy who was his girlfriend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is a twist, though. Girlfriends can be guys, too. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's perfect. That's the perfect creepypasta, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree. That's all there needs to be. That long-ass shark story... Could have just been kill guy shark. Yeah. <laughs> and if you see a kill guy, make sure to run or you'll yeah. get killed.
0: So this is probably a long episode. I didn't realise how long it would be. I had about five creepy pastas lined up. And then... Well,
1: here's what I was thinking. Um, if people like this, let us know and maybe we'll have other episodes yeah, where yeah. Catherine reads a creepy pasta. Yeah. And then it can be like a...
0: We could do know, some more longer cleanser. crappy pastas as well.
1: Yeah, and we can just have a special episode dedicated to one creepy pasta. Yeah, and then we yeah. could do. Yeah, I think we should do that.
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: So let us know if you enjoyed that. We're on Twitter at Cats underscore Pod. We're also on Facebook. Give us a review, um, and we're all on Podium and other podcast provider places. Yeah. So do that.
0: Yeah. Okay. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>